that close. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, but I'm scared. <laughs> um. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. And I'm waiting for Chris to do his intro. He wanted to do the intro. You so. fucking, you fuck, God damn. Next time, <laughs> next time I'll do the intro, okay? No, Everyone let's let's take it from the top. If you, oh, da, 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 da. No, it's not the same. It, no. <laughs> it's no. not the same. No, you do it pretty good, but, you know, it needs to be the original. We've got, Mom says we have intros in at home. It's not the same, though. <laughs> the intro at home, it's just a picture of <laughs> Sniper in his underwear. All right. Well, the audience is thoroughly confused, but we're here. To, uh, how was everybody's weekend? It was all right. Pretty I moved. Good. You moved, and you are. You were telling us how you are not VR ready for your new surroundings. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I'm a bit better than I was before, to be honest with you, because the studio I was in before was even tinier, oh, and okay. now I have a lot more space. Okay. I'm just not used to things, and I tend to just meander around even within my gut like i'm always doing that even if i feel like if i was in a field i would still find a way to get outside of my uh guardian boundary <laughs> even if i tried to go from horizon <laughs> to horizon i'd find a way <laughs> yeah, but i, I mean can, like it, it's like a ghost image when you get kind of close mm-hmm. and then it gets harder as you get closer how are you how are you breaking Oh well, my, why aren't you respecting the so borders? My new, Are you Mexican? I don't. I don't. <laughs> you tell me no, and the Aries in me is gonna go watch me. <laughs> so, look at this shit. Uh, yeah, look at this shit. I'm jumping or over. Bet. It. Yeah, bet. That's what. It, yeah, but anyway, I think it's my new place is still small. It's just it's a bit more space, and I'm just kind of figuring it out. Plus, I still got luggage and stuff because i moved everything in and then i was like ah fuck i'm packing i want to play video games <laughs> there you go so, yeah i played some games but also your life is streamlined like your unpacking and packing processes is like not much right for the most part i think i got a little bit out of i was i mean my voice probably still sounds like a what socom said a 13 year old boy or something but uh <laughs> i uh the hardest thing i was be getting over sick the what? The hardest thing must be the gin. To, to move unload. the gin? I don't even take that out of my car. Some of this shit I'm not even taking out of my car, dude, because why? It's risky, bro. Literally open bottles of alcohol in your car? In all the way in the like back back trunk in the uh, furthest okay. point? Yeah. Put like it on the floor. Oh no, it's like know. in a it's in like a container thing. I mean, like it is packed away, but all right, all right. That is a good point. Everybody right, else, Bobby, you had a week off? <laughs> Yeah, I had a week off. Got a lot of gaming in. That was fun. It's funny because uh, you don't have a lot there on your list there. Well, it was a lot of one game. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Can't wait to hear. Yeah, got deep into it. Uh, Chris, what were you all excited about? I mean, I think you can now talk about what you wanted to do the intro about. No, I can't. It's going to be a surprise oh, for next geez. episode. It's going to be great. Okay, just wait. Wait for it. Nick, anything uh, to report? I had a four-day weekend. It was actually hey. really fun. Nice, man. Um, so you're off tomorrow? Got to spend a lot of time with Vivian to go to the park and stuff. Good stuff, man. Nice. That's really cool. I'm planning to go to Disney World for my 30th birthday. That's never exciting. Been. Leslie's never been to Disney either. I've, I so, think I've went there once. Are you doing really, go to Florida or Anaheim? Florida. Okay. World is Anaheim. No, other way oh, around. Wait. Oh, yeah. 
World is Disney World is in. Oh yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disneyland is in right. Anaheim. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in Michigan, uh, we call them both Disneylands. In Europe, Disney. <laughs> Disneylands. <laughs> so our small talk sucks, but we're really good at talking about video games. So you're here for your first time. You go ahead and settle down. <laughs> they haven't left yet. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some games that have come to our attention this week on the radar. I'm going to start off with Songs of Conquest. This is a game that um, somebody posted in the Discord, and it is an RPG. Yeah, it's Christian. I know. Okay, I'm giving you credit here. Jeez, people want credit. Uh, but it's an RPG uh, RPG strategy game, but it's also got this like city builder element to it, kind of. Um, you have to, I don't know if you actually build the city, but you have to manage it. So it's got a lot of these different different things, and it's got these pixel pixelated graphics. I don't know. It all sounds like pretty generic stuff, but it could be good. I like the looks of it. I yeah, like, it looks good. I, I've been really into strategy games. Um, is it is it out yet? No, it's coming out May 10th. And it's going to be in early access. So got a little while until this one comes out, but something I'm going to keep an eye on. This looks like yeah. it has three different realms or different uh, phases. It looks like it has the battle map, which is hexagon. It has the world map where you travel, and it has the city map where you manage the city. Yeah, right? a lot of things going on here. And it's yeah. tactical turn-based combat. Uh, it's funny. When you say pixel graphics, that could mean so many things. Mm-hmm. It could mean uh, who's your dad? Is that Who's your daddy? Do you guys remember that one? We have to right, ran, oh, yeah. run to the right guy in the shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or it could be this. This is like really beautiful pixel graphics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it means a lot. It can mean a lot. The published by Coffee Stain Publishing, too. Same people who do Deep Rock Galactic. So I'm... Oh, um, excited that the early access process will be good and we'll actually get a good game at the start of early access instead of, you know, waiting for yeah. a game to get good. Yeah. And yeah, Coffee Stain Publishing, they're they're really good um, uh, publishers, not only Deep Rock Galactic, but Valheim and a few other games. Yeah. The game that I'm about to talk to you about today is published by them, actually. Hmm. What is that? It's actually uh, so it's Midnight Ghost Hunt. And it's arguably one of the coolest PvP games I've seen in a long time. So it's 4v4 combat. Um, one team is the ghosts. One team is the ghost hunters. Um, the way it works is that there's a staging time. The ghosts uh, essentially possess stuff and are hiding until midnight. And at midnight, they become super powerful and can essentially kill the... Uh, the uh, the hunters pretty easily. Um, the whole time, the hunters are trying to discover the ghosts, but with all these like different perks and devices and stuff. The thing is, um, the ghosts. Some of them have different like abilities and perks and stuff that they can actually kill the hunters during the hiding stage. Mm. And I was going to so say, like, when you were first saying it, I was like, man, it's really boring for the hiders if they're just hiding, just waiting. So it's it's like it's like prop hunt. Have you ever heard of prop hunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like prop hunt and like a couple of other things put together. But a more serious like it, take on it. Kind of sounds like Evolve, too. I mean, I hate to compare it to that game, but Evolve was the same way. You, the monster was really weak at first, but he had to go out and like farm creatures and grow stronger until he could then take on the uh people hunting him 
But this is a yeah, it's a timer, right? I guess it's the same thing in a way. Mm-hmm. This looks. This is cool. interesting, man. Yeah, yeah, and so a lot of like, uh, I wouldn't say smaller streamers, but a lot of like YouTubers and stuff have been playing it. And so I'm just like, yo, this seems this seems pretty fucking cool. It seems so, very fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Said four v four. It's four v four. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a good. It's, chunk it's of got people. very positive. How already. many decals does it's this cost? Tw- it's only. It's oh, 20, decals. 20, 20 decals. <laughs> 20, right. decals. 20 decals. 20 decals. Right. That's two loonies. How does how does that convert into U.S. dollars? <laughs> it's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 Chris, it's like, a, it's like a PvP phasmophobia kind of. Yes, exactly. But less um, spoopy and more actiony, right? Because that's yeah, it's, it's yeah. a little bit more actiony. You can tell because like all the colors really pop and stuff, but. It's not cartoony at all. Hmm. Yeah, he nailed it. I'd be with interested the, in that. That's cool. Uh, while it's not, while I'm thinking about it, uh, and I, it's not on my list, um, the something of the Anacrusis. Uh, do you guys remember that game? We've talked about it a couple times. Something Anacrusis. You guys know what I'm talking about? I thought it was just called Anacrusis. Oh, maybe that's what it's called. But that's a the Anacrusis. Is that what? It, yeah, there it is. Um, that has a uh, early access on Game Pass. I just saw it today, like five minutes before I walked in here. Um, it's a four-player co-op, you know, Left for Dead clone, but it's uh, colorful pastels, and you're on this like retro-futuristic um, spaceship. Um, I've been looking out for it. I've been waiting for this game to come out, and I saw that the demos is out or the early access, so. I'm probably going to play that this week. Um, also on my uh, list, I talked about Norco last week. I recommended it for Bobby for a uh, point-and-click adventure. Also saw that it's on Game Pass. Um, so Game Pass keeps winning, guys. Also, again, another thing. <laughs> I was about to buy Weird West. Okay, before I go into Weird West, <clears throat> it was John's birthday, uh, JP Diddy's birthday, um, like, I don't know, three weeks ago or something. He He's a leap year baby, so he only has a birthday every four years, so he's actually like six or something. Anyway, um, so that passed, and uh, I just remembered to send them some games. So I went to his wish list, sent him a bunch of stuff. You got you to gotta start thinking now. Like, you have to be like, does this look like something that's going to be on Game Pass eventually, right? So I'm looking at his stuff. At, so I was like, VR games, boom, guaranteed. Guaranteed not going to be on, on Game Pass, right? Facts, yeah. So I got bought him two of those, and then I bought him some other thing that was like, I forgot. But I was like, yeah, I don't think that's going to go to Game Pass. But yeah, you have to really start thinking about this now when you buy these games. Mm-hmm. Um, they should make like a Chrome extension or maybe put that in augmented Steam, like a uh, thing that pops up and says, but we're like when you're trying to buy a game, it pops up and says, have you checked Game Pass yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like So a, you want to hear something embarrassing? It's actually really relevant to what we're talking about right now. I bought Guardians of the Galaxy, not realizing it was on Game Pass. Ooh, did you did you return it? And then I returned. I returned okay. it. Oh, okay. I returned it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I do want to uh, make you feel worse because we probably said it was on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, you times. did. You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I listened to the podcast on my way back from work. <laughs> you know, you're on the podcast. Yeah, I know. It's the worst part. It's the worst part. <laughs> um, so anyway, Weird West came out this week. Um, it's going. It's there at like an 80% on Steam. 
but there's something about this game that I'm really gravitated to. Um, it's like an isometric view, uh, which is usually like turn-based turn uh, tactics, but this seems to be like an action game. Uh, you're in the in the West, but there's demonic shit. There's, you know, like werewolves, zombies, mut- mut- mutants, stuff like that. So a lot of strange things. The The trailer really sold it uh, to me. I, I saw it as like these synthy vibes, great like narration. I was just like, what is this? And even if the game's not good, like I enjoyed the trailer so much, I'm going to give it a shot, especially for free. I was considering buying it, but there it was. So I, I have it downloaded. Uh, hopefully I'll play it this week. I got excited for this game too because this popped up on my uh, Steam like discovery queue, Weird West. And to me, it kind of reminded me of the part of, I played pa- uh, Pandemic train is what it was called a demo Mm. of it and i had it on the radar before and the action part of that game where you get off the train and you try and collect things and you do objectives and you end up sometimes saving people interacting with them this reminds me of that but like as a full-blown game so Mm -hmm. this just seems super exciting yeah i didn't know it was on game pass so i will be getting this as well and playing that for sure and uh a weird twist here while your character is going through town and he's seeing all these fucked up like monsters and he's looking left and right and he's looking at all this crazy shit that's going on in town. Those are your allies in the game. You can be all of those characters. Oh, geez. But when I watched the trailer, I was like, Oh, those are the monsters. Like this is going, no, those are like your homies or, or they become <laughs> your homies. So, uh, yeah, you play as pig man, werewolf guy, uh, psychic witch lady and like classic cowboy guy. That's cool. The aesthetic reminds me of hunt. Hunt Showdown, yeah, yeah, like a like yeah. a, a demonic Wild West, right? Like, yeah, like anytime you see like like demonic old shit, you know, like an alternate history, like I love seeing that shit. Hmm. Yeah, Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, so I mean, it's you know, it's been in early access and stuff, and I they had their last like hot fix and. Uh, in March 2nd, I think it was. But uh, quite a few people have been talking about how much different it is now, how much more content there is. You can work up to Act 3 now. So I'm really looking forward to going back and checking that out and so having it go up to Act 3. You're playing it incrementally as they put stuff out. You're playing it? I'm try like I'm trying to like kind of keep up with that, but yeah. I'm also bad because I get super distracted. So it's been since... It was, I think, uh, it was like almost a year after it released I tried it. I would be worried about having my saves break. Because that's what happens. They're going to break every time, right? That's what what happened with me before. I mean, uh, with Bannerlord and fuck that. That's just a point. Yeah, yeah, with Bannerlord. But that happened with the other Larian Studios game, uh, Divinity, I think 1 and 2. Original Sin 1 and 2. I, I started those games... Um, in an early version of it, like the early access version of Divinity 2, and then eventually the um, the save wouldn't work when they had these big updates. But also the first one, when they came out with like the deluxe edition or whatever they called it, um, the saves wouldn't work. So I don't know. I'm a little wary of, of playing it, playing their games that way. Yeah. I think that's valid. Yeah, I think that's absolutely valid. To me, it's just I know that there has been quite a significant... Uh, difference between if you were to play it now, like if the last time that you played it was when it came mm. out, 
playing it right now would be like a decent time to check in on it. Yeah, yeah. See how it is, is all I'm saying. Space out your 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 time yeah. checking in on it. Your content. I remember mm-hmm. uh, I was just getting into D&D when this came out, and I was balls, I'm still kind of into balls deep D&D if you're, as somebody who doesn't play. Um, but, yeah, and I, I played it, and I was like, oh, this is fucking D&D. You know, this is as close as you can get with a single-player fucking PC game. I was loving it, and I told myself, yeah, I'm going to wait for a full release. If not, the, Bobby, it might be worth fucking waiting for the Enhanced Edition. Yeah, like, that's what they called the first one, the Enhanced Edition. Yeah. But, but the thing is, too, like, I've played the first island or the first act of Divinity Original Sin 2 so many times, and... I don't mind it really. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe because I the last time I did it, I like totally a hundred percented the the island. Like I'm never gonna have a different experience on that island. I think so. But but the point is, like, it's not a bad thing if you have to replay content in these games because they're they're, they're that so good. good and so many they're so they're so rich too. that spending more time on each part like really allows you to digest what it is that you're in. You know what I mean? So yeah. like to me, I also don't think it's really bad if I lost my save and stuff. I'd be like, okay, well, yeah. I think about it too with Divinity Original Sin as well. Like. I replayed that so fucking many times, and you guys know I do not replay games. Mm-hmm. Like, and I it never bothered me. I loved it. It inspired me. I found new shit. I just it got me amped up. It reminded me of things, and yeah, I feel that way with Baldur's Gate three already. So nice. now's a decent time to check it out, guys. That's all. <laughs> uh, what do you call? It? I have a friend. His favorite game of all time, Baldur's Gate. Right, one and two. Second favorite game, Divinity Original Sin. Uh, one and two. <laughs> And he's like, I refuse to play Baldur's Gate until it is complete. And I'm like, yeah. all right, man. Like, and I'm on the same boat as him. Like, I, I refuse to play the game until it's complete. So I'm just like, but, slowly. I but but totally I, see you're get there. I see. Yeah. Either way. However, you there it is. Well, and if you I, do and want incremental updates, there they are. If you don't, don't play it. Well, honestly, too, like growing up. Baldur's Gate I wasn't into but like mm-hmm. Divinity I was so like would I actually do this for Divinity Original Sin 3 no mm-hmm. I would wait till full release so I totally get that but I don't have that kind of attachment to Baldur's Gate like these people do which is fair so to me I'm kind of like yeah I want to keep actually playing it so that way I can really understand and digest what it is that I mean because this is a world I'm not truly familiar with so and the other thing about Baldur's Gate is um I believe Steam is having uh, like a re- all the old games just got uploaded to Steam and they're available on Steam um, as a package. I believe like really, really old games. We're talking like you know, I don't know how twenty, thirty years ago, but yeah, uh, they're available if you do want to play through them. Hopefully they work. Bobby was talking about like Steam uh, old games on Steam sometimes don't work. Yeah, sometimes you don't know if they work or not. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it can be hit or miss. Happened yeah. with a lot of the LucasArts games. Um, Chris, I already talked about Narco. Uh, I'm gonna do Mech Armada. This is why I don't like to like put things. You were talking about this when you do it like on a Monday or Tuesday. You're like, oh yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck Mech Armada is. Let's click on it and find out. I believe you. Yeah, it's a turn-based uh, turn-based strategy game, uh, and you build your mechs before you go in. So think like XCOM, but um, you instead of like equipping your guys, you actually build these little robots um, and then go in. So just that idea, that kind of like deck building. There's no deck. I'm saying that like you're preparing beforehand, you're strategizing beforehand by making your army. Um, 
that appealed to me right away. Uh, it's got pretty good reviews. It's in the 90s. And, uh, yeah, graphics aren't nothing to write home for, but if the if the mechanics are good, then go for it. Huh. Okay. Well, 20 bucks, early access. Yeah. Came out ooh, a while ago, about six months ago. <laughs> that guy just made a gun with legs. Looks neat. What's Oblivity? Uh, so Oblivity is it? I don't really know if I would call this a video game. Actually, it's like a a a, a training oh. software, a training simulator of allowing yourself to um, get better accuracy and precision with first person shooters. So I'm kind of been thinking that I want to one find the perfect spot of sensitivity and everything like they show here and kind of get back into training. It's been a while since I've been playing uh, Call of Duty. And so, I don't know, my buddies really are into Tarkov right now, and I've been throwing around the idea of getting into it, but I know that if you're not good... No, don't do it. Yeah, ruin your life, I, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. You're going to ruin your it's life. Trust tempting, me. I know. But at the same time, I do really love uh, shooters, and there's been a lot of science that I've read and articles in Science Magazine and, and studies that have shown that one of the positives to doing shooters is that it obviously can increase and enhance your reaction time and different processes in your mind so it is a skill that you know if you don't use you lose it and like i said it's been a hot minute since i played call of duty or any shooters that aren't vr because the ones that are in vr are pretty cool but it's not the same i think could you imagine if like you uh almost got an accident you just barely like what do you attribute you I play for FPS, dude. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Call of Duty. My reactions, <laughs> my reactions time is elite. Yeah. I don't think but I, I thought that was a a cool. But I saw it. Yeah, cool yeah, yeah. Thing. I think they. I don't know if they have a demo. I I thought it was maybe ten bucks. Um, but you know, if you're really into shooters and you're in it to win it and for that W, then maybe that's something to look into. I had no idea they had something like that out there. So I was like, it looks cool. It is the extreme version of like uh, the FPS trainer that I've seen. Like you could, you could. Some people do it in between matches when you, they're streaming, but it's just literally just dots that pop up and they click on them. This is like you mean you mean Osu game? Yeah, this is just every stat you would want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's like pure fucking data. How to get better at shooters? Oh, I think that's fantastic. Hey Chris, and it just came out like twenty fourth of March. Pretty good reviews too, right? Mm-hmm, mostly positive. Uh, Chris, let's find out what Dungeon Alchemist is. <laughs> <laughs> you know they put, speaking of things that are on Steam now that aren't games, did you know they put Streamlabs? Uh, not Streamlabs, they, just OBS on on Steam. Interesting. Yeah, which I guess is kind of nice because it would auto-update for you so you don't have to worry about updating it. Hmm. That's cool. I know some of them can be, at least for VR, um, they are um, quality of life stuff, like... Um, oh. LIV on VR. If you look that up, that allows mm. if you're streaming, your chat will pop up overlaying whatever you're playing while you're in VR. Oh, so you can cool. actually talk as a streamer, like you could talk to stuff. So they have yeah. all kinds of Is things that like that. Yeah, on yeah. Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two guys watching this, this is for you. Uh, you guys are both DMs in D and D. This is a DMD D and D map creator. So you you go. Um, and it's a like a AI smart creator. So you just make the shapes and then it auto fills the area. And then uh you click the um 
whatever, like if it's a cave uh, or whatever, whatever the decor you want in the rooms, it'll set that up. If you want to set up traps, all that stuff. But um, then you take this and you can print it out. And so you get a printable version and then you can, yeah, no longer, Nick, you've talked about this where you were just like, that circle, that circle's a dragon. No, now you have a fucking dragon and you just take the paper cup off the dragon to reveal it. But That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, 3D modeled in the game and then printed out on, well, hopefully you have a large printer or you just put them together. Um, but yeah, it looked. They look really cool. You can find the printout somewhere in there. Uh, Chris, I know that's what you're looking for. Keep, go to the end of the video. You'll see the printouts, what they look like. But they're better than like what you would buy or see in like a, uh, a dungeon book or whatever. Well, I imagine uh, you can put it in a digital form like a PDF and then maybe import it into... Well, what were those extensions or websites that we used when we played D&D? There you go. Roll 20? They look yeah, pretty good, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought that was great for you guys. No, it looks, it looks amazing. It's pricey, um, but I think it's probably worth it. Yeah, no, it looks awesome. Yeah. What is it? 40 uh, bucks? Eventually, eventually I'm going to have to move to, to, uh, virtual again once I move to Texas. So it's still going to be awesome to use. No, but I, I I'm not even talking about Texas? virtual, man. I'm talking about like your home games. What do you play on? Like, where do you have miniatures, and what are your miniatures? Oh on no, right I now? have a fuck ton of miniatures. Like, I, I I have so many miniatures from factions that I'll never play, and stuff like that that I bought, and that we use for, like for D anD D. And what are the miniatures standing on? Uh, what do you mean? Like maps? Yeah, on maps that I create. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying you can create them in here and print them out and use those. Because they look way better than your hand-drawn bullshit. Don't bring your hand-drawn bullshit anymore, Nick. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you like my (laughs) hand-drawn bullshit? (laughs) What do you think, Chris? You sold? Uh, I don't know for this price. I already pay Incarnate, whatever, 40 bucks a a year or something. And they have have a pretty good room designer. And you can import Incarnate. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I thought you were that was like a a term you were using. Oh no, it's incarnate. Like, oh with wow, a K. He, he pays in person. <laughs> it's it's crazy. not 3D and moving like this, which I think is cool. I wonder if you could make um your D and D land in here and then play it through VR with people, and they could like move their pieces through it. That would be that might be neat. But other than that, I don't that's see that, that's Demio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, Demio. I thought Demio you couldn't create; you could only play their pre-scripted oh, campaign. As far as I know, but originally, the way that I understand Demio is that originally came out as one of these, a virtual D and D space, and mm-hmm. secondly, then became a game. So, yeah, I think that's how it that went. So, yeah, cool. but I, I, but I'm I'm guessing I'm grasping at straws here, folks. I can tell you by the next podcast, I'm supposed to be playing quite a bit of Demio with a group nice. this week. God damn it. You're living my best life. Space. <laughs> 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 All right. Time to talk about some games that we have been playing here. I'll, uh, I'll start out with the game that's been taking up most of my time this week, and that is Operencia, The Stolen Sun. 
So this is a grid-based RPG game. You know I love those, like Legend of Grimrock 1 and 2, Vaporum. Uh, this one came out recently, I think back in 2020. And I've had my eye on it for a long time, I meant to get to it at some point. Since I had some time this week, I thought it was a good opportunity to try it out. I, now, this game is a lot different than your standard grid-based RPG games, though. They do quite a few things different. It is technically you're moving square by square, but I don't really know what purpose that serves because once you run into enemies, then you enter a combat state and it becomes turn-based con combat with like initiative and a turn order and all, all that usual stuff. So it kind of defeats the whole, the whole grid-based thing because usually the way that those games work is you move from square to square and you attack the enemies in real time. And it, you're basically playing whack-a-mole with your character's weapons. Like they're on cooldown, you click them and they, they attack. And then, you know, you can move squares as you're doing this and position yourself. Uh, so it's a lot more engaging, but this one, I don't know that, that didn't completely ruin it for me. Um, but it does do some, some things really weird with the, uh, stats. So typically you got a mage, right? You want to stack intellect on your mage. That would make sense. In this game, it doesn't work like most other games where intellect affects like your magic damage or maybe your, your magic hit uh, percentage or like your critical with magic. No, it just, it affects very specific stats. Like, um, I don't know, I think in, intellect is like... Uh, critical rating and critical hit and also energy and then like strength effects like energy like it's you don't really have to build specifically like a whole bunch of intellect for your mage and a whole bunch of agility for your rogue like that um it the stats are are very different than what i was used to i found it kind of confusing it took me a little while to get used to that same thing with with the weapons too um so yeah, they've got a different way of doing things and it makes the combat a little weird in this. So I don't know if I was like a hundred percent on board with that, but the graphics I wanted to talk about because there's something that I'm starting to notice with a lot of games here, not just Operencia, but a lot of games are doing this thing where the graphics are pretty good when you're up close. They look pretty realistic, but when you start to back up and you see things from a very far distance, they start to look like this watercolor or illustrated in mm. a way. And I think it's something that games do to maybe reduce the workload on like the CPU or the graphics card or something. But I, I feel like I've seen a lot of games start to do this where the graphics are like kind of not bad, but different from far away. Like, like again, watercolored or like cartoonish. Uh, but then when you get up close, it, it kind of comes into focus and becomes more realistic. But yeah, I don't, I put a lot of time into this game this week. I'd want to say I'm maybe like halfway through. Um, it's actually, if, if you played Legend of Grimrock and you're like, this is too hard, which it definitely is. The game is super difficult, like especially the second one, uh, as far as the puzzles go. And, um, just like finding your way around the map. This game is way easier. It's pretty straightforward on where you need to go. It's not like you have this big giant open map and you have to like go around and like find the key here that opens the door over there. And you know, the redstone here that unlocks this over there. It's like, you don't really have to retread a lot of ground. Uh, it's fairly linear. And also the puzzles are not that hard. They're, they're like easy to medium range so far uh, more combat focused by the way you say 
Yeah, there's a lot more combat in this. But again, like I was saying earlier, it's not like your typical grid-based RPG combat. It's like turn-based. Mm. Um, hmm. And and the abilities are weird too, man. Like it, you get your standard like uh, melee ability, um, ranged attack, and like this like block or guard ability. But then all your characters have these special abilities that you can talent into. And I don't know. They're, they're really strange because maybe it's because I don't understand the whole stat thing, but it's hard for me. Like I had this one guy who had like poison. He was like a rogue. He could do like poison and he could like stealth and he had like these um, like kind of roguish abilities. I could not get him to work. Like he just was not doing any damage no matter what I, what I did. I couldn't figure him out. Uh, but you get new characters as, as you go on. One thing that was really cool that I really liked about this game, though, was the potions. You get these um, recipes for potions, and they're riddles, basically. Mm. Um, hmm. Yeah, That's Christian, cool. if you scroll up, I think it was in the video earlier, but they'll say things uh, like you have three different kinds of things, like a blue, red, and uh, uh, purple, and you could use like three or four different things from each of those categories, and it'll tell you like, like kind of in a riddle form, like... The, the healing fungus is not from the field. Uh, and mm. then another one will say, like, the, uh, the first ingredient is not the spore from the mountains. And, you like, you just have to take all these different – it's like all these um, – what do they call them? And if you've taken, like, uh, like logic and critical thinking, mm-hmm. um, they call them – it's like truth tables or – I can't remember – I, I don't know if they're that, but it's like, if this, not then, or that, like those types of things. Right. So they're, they're like mm. these logic puzzles, basically, and it's mm. really cool. And once you figure it out, you unlock the potion, and then you can refill them at campfires and then use them over and over again. But I, I thought that was a, a really cool way to do that. I have never seen something like that in a game. That is cool. Um, so just fell in love? Um, I don't, I don't know. I think because it's so different from the other grid-based RPGs that I've played, I don't like it as much, but that could just be me like being like, no, it should be like this. Yeah. Maybe if I figured it. it out. I don't I honestly don't know if I'm gonna continue. I had a lot of time this week and I really enjoyed playing this, but I don't I'm not gonna have a whole lot of time, so I I really don't know if I'm gonna pursue it. We'll see. Um what is weird though, I noticed on last week I was bragging about how like everything's so much better on GOG. And this game doesn't have VR support on GOG, yet it does on the Steam version. Mm. So I don't know. That's not a big deal to me. But if you know, if you do want to experience this in VR, I guess you got to go with the Steam version. Is there any uh, VR support in GOG? I don't know. I wonder if that that's mm, what it is. Maybe why? Maybe because yeah. when you when you go to Steam VR, that's almost like a whole other yeah program. I've never I've running. never played a VR game on on GOG. Mm. Oh wait, I think I have. Maybe I have. Did I play that boxing game on there? Uh, I don't know. But on this game, no. Apparently that feature is not available. Hmm. What the hell is Chicken Police Paint It? Yeah, so Chicken Police Paint It Red. This is a point-and-click adventure game where you are a rooster, you are a cock, and you're a detective. And um, you get 
It's a buddy cock movie. It's a total buddy cop movie. Yeah, this game is like hilarious. I love, <laughs> but it's hilarious in a very like satirical way, and it's not. I don't feel like it's overdone, but like, yeah, they have these cinematic scenes that like really set up the scene, and like it's so <laughs> looks funny, awesome. dude. It's so fucking funny, <laughs> and like then they have these moments where they're like, "That really ruffles my feathers." <laughs> like, <laughs> It's hilarious. Uh, so I really, it's enjoyable and it's all um, voice acted and it's cool because you can ask these characters different questions and it's showing you a detective meter, how good you're breaking through to them or not. And it's just done in such like a wonderful way, I think, with that like. 1920s like gangster shit I guess I don't I don't know I might not be good with that one but like it's such a good old like buddy buddy detective game it's fun that is so cool man I've never seen anything that looks like this I've never seen anything that looks like it either that's why I had to check it out and it almost gave me like Gotham vibes in terms of like the the woman that owns the club and shit and like just I don't know I'm getting a little bit of uh, Sin City visually yeah you know what I mean Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, got like the film noir look. I, there, I don't think you guys heard me. I said Buddy Cock movie. Not, nothing <laughs> on that, huh? It's the Buddy Cock movie. All right. It's two roasters as cops. It's a Buddy Cock movie. It's fantastic. All right. And you know what's funny, too, is like anytime somebody calls out something like that of like, oh, you're just a pack of chickens. The one guy comes back and says, stop. Don't you be racist. And like he starts talking about like they're being racist to them because they're chickens. <laughs> Did but you finish whole, it? Or are you going to finish no, it? No, I would like to finish it though. It's good, but I do. How did you like, find this? I, my, you know, I what? don't I'm, even. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the tales of Nadia. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm joking. No. <laughs> uh, it all it's just it's there. Damn it! I feel like my discovery queue has just. They're just like this one. This one likes the weird shit. <laughs> let's let's give her the weird shit. Well, yeah, you, you probably because I'm like yeah. <laughs> Once you thumbs up. Milk inside of a bag of milk inside of a bag of it milk inside of a bag of milk. Yeah, that's the wormhole. That's the steam wormhole. Yeah. Well, because they're like this one figuring it out. Yeah. The game inside of a game inside of a genre <laughs> inside of a genre. It's, yeah. It's, it's perfect. I love it. Morpheus love is going to show up at your front door. Jeez. The white rabbit. <laughs> well, yep. Wasn't there another game? It, it didn't look quite like this, but it was kind of a film noir story driven. It's called like Black Cats or something like that. Well, you play as a fox? No. no. I, I think the main character is like a cat in a trench coat. It had a lot of anthropomorphic animals in it. Hmm. Um, it was black something. I can't remember. But it wasn't It wasn't like black and white film noir like this. Well, this that's a, a whole pointed thing. Like it, That's why it's the paint it red. Because this takes place in a world where it was rich in color. Mm. And all the color oh. ran out. And so it's incredibly rare and hard to find anything in color these days mm. for like the characters living in it. And so they'll talk about that as well and stuff. Together. This game is great. It has a demo. At least play the demo for a good laugh to see if it's your kind of thing to continue. Demos out there free. I definitely can recommend that. It's overwhelmingly positive. Otherwise, I think it's like, what, 20 bucks? Yeah, that seems like it's worth it. Yep, 20 yeah, bucks. It seems pretty awesome. It's pretty fun. Okay. And I love the aesthetic because it's yeah, just it's the detail. So- and like the entire thing that they put the text on is that, you know, the Chicago play like kind of style mm. of writing, but it's on top of leather. And it's just they have all these little like interesting, fun details that I like. And that's one of them. You're doing all these things for a dame to I die. I keep for. looking at it because I'm like, what? It's so. It's a trip. Yeah, it's a trip. Mm-hmm. Dang. See, buddy cock. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, Black Sad, I think, was that game I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. you got it. Black Sad? Can we find that? I think it's one word. Yeah. Mm. I know, that sounds weird now that I say it, but I could have swore. Yeah, there it is. Under yeah. the Skin. I can't yeah. believe you remember the things you oh remember. Oh, my dude. gosh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a different look, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, this is about as close as you're going to get, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. just like... I wonder if this version. inspired them. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> this is the we had money version. That's yeah. Hilarious. So uh, Patrick's pair box was um, on the front page of Steam every time I went there. So I was like, oh, it's a puzzle game. Um, it's, you know, it's a little on the nose. It's talking about like you have to think outside of the box. But it's a game about boxes inside of boxes inside of boxes. And I really think it says that in the in the uh, descriptor. <clears throat> it's a mind fuck, man. Yeah, like it is so strange. Um, your brain has to work in very strange ways to figure out these puzzles. Uh, don't take my word for it. The demo is free on Steam. You can go and pick it up. I played the entire demo. I I could I finished the entire thing except for one puzzle. Um, it's not a thing where like, I think they, uh, they know that you're not going to pass some of the levels because you don't have to pass them all in order to go to the next segment. Oh. You just got to get enough, uh, like, like in Mario 12 stars to go into the next area. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's how this is, even though there's 20 available stars. Right. So that maybe that's how you like, um, hundred percent it. But yeah, I, there was this one that just kept breaking my brain and then, um, you know, you're pushing, ex you're pushing existences into a box and then you could take that existence and then push it back out of the box as needed. Um, but that this happens on, a it's a fractal, uh, thing. So you could do that four times. So you go box inside of a box, inside of a box, inside of a box, push that final box where you need it and then unpack everything you needed or maybe it's like a multi-step process where you have to push each one it is fucking nuts man it it made me feel it looks wild weird and dumb yeah <laughs> weird and dumb yeah yeah but i liked it i liked it uh, i don't think i'll buy it i'm not a puzzle game guy but if i was a puzzle game guy i'd be buying this i think what i like about puzzle games is there's always something new you can do in that field. Like there's so much room for innovation. Like it, in a first person shooter or a lot of other games, it's like, there's not, there's yeah. not like new areas that where you can create a whole new experience. But with puzzle games, like I'm constantly amazed like this, who would have thought, you know, a recursive puzzle game. And that was my problem with, um, the pedestrian. I thought their puzzles were rather pedestrian. Uh, they didn't do anything like nutty, you know, like mm -hmm. this. Or maybe I didn't play the game. Well, that or, wouldn't be very pedestrian of them, would it? It wouldn't. You're have. just role playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I think yeah. that game was more about the, uh, you know, it had that the like, visuals, the visual. Yeah, not even just like the visuals or the graphics, though, but the fact that hey, it's all on road signs and the road signs connect each other, and you turn on a light, uh, you turn on a switch here, it activates yeah. the elevator there. So you're like, in a way, you're progressing through the game by by doing these puzzles. This all said, none of us have played it more than like, you know, 
two hours, I don't think, right, Bobby, or anything like that? I think I played it a little bit more than that. Oh, did you? So I was wondering if maybe it gets more complex or there's new mechanics that are involved. Uh, they definitely get more complex. Yeah, harder, but not mm-hmm. new mechanics. Not not anything that we're like, whoa, this well, is Well, you crazy. go into different environments, and I, there are some different things, but yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. From what I played, I, was, I, I liked it, and I thought it was really cool, but it just kind of wore off after a while. The game is 99% positive. I'd, I'd be so pissed if I was them. There's one negative review. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that fucking what sucks, it, What does it dude. say? What's the negative review? Uh, and it's at the top? Saying it's not like Baba is you, basically. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yes. Uh, this guy played for three hours, so at least it's not one of those ones where it's like, played for 0.3 hours, <laughs> didn't yeah. like it. You yeah. Know? Captain yeah. Technicality is his name. Captain oh, Technicality. God, God, God. I, I hate him so much, dude. <laughs> I, I was I was like, okay, you can't please everybody, blah, blah, blah. And then you said his name, and I was just, oh, my soul. Captain Technicality. <laughs> my my soul's hiding behind game. my colon right now. Like, it's like cringy. Ugh, I don't like it. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's talk about so, some other games. Nick, you got a talk. lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up super brief, uh, because this made me think of Bobby. Um, everybody, you know, April Fool's passed by. Pretty interesting. Uh, the Internet's a funny place on April Fool's. It's even funnier than normal. I was not paying um, attention this year. Were there any good jokes? Um, not really. Uh, Reddit brought black brought back r slash uh, place, which is chaos. But we don't need to talk about that. Um, so, in a double sided April Fool's joke, um, uh, Games Workshop decided to announce that they were bringing back what were previously known as squats, which were dwarves. Um, so in this trailer, you see the guy uh, open up the door and you're like, Oh, and he's looking for somebody. You just hear breathing. And then it's just a little dwarf. Hmm. Um, they look like deep rock galactic characters. Yeah. Um, so they, like I said, it just made me think of Bobby. They're going to be a completely like a complete faction which is pretty insane to me. Like it, like just like the sisters of battle and everything else, they're going to be their whole entire own faction. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I, don't know, so yeah, man. I just want to mention that. I feel like you're trying to lure me into Warhammer 40 K <laughs> with, uh, no. with dwarves here. I don't think I'm falling for it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never do that. Bobby, you have way too many things on your plate. Like, uh, well, Bobby, something that I'm, if oh. this worked out for you, man, maybe you should just take video game vacations, dude. You know what I mean? Um, it's paid. You know? Yeah. I mean, I could. Yeah. I mean, what I what I really did. The only reason I took a vacation. I mean, number one, I needed to use the hours, yeah. but number two, it's spring break for everybody else. So there's not going to be a lot of tickets coming in and a lot of uh, work on that end. There's other stuff I could have worked on, but. It's like everybody else is taking a break, so it was a good time to do it. So I'll probably continue, like, to take breaks, like, when I normally had them. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this is cool. I always thought, like, with the the 
April Fool's jokes. I know like one year there were so many it just in like the video game mm. industry. And I think like HBO Max did some Nick Cage thing or maybe that was Peacock. I can't remember. But um, I really just didn't pay attention to any of that this year. There wasn't much. Um, yeah, there, there wasn't much at all. Yeah, there was one link where I was like, what do you mean the Tesla truck was canceled? And I had to go fucking do some fucking research because I put my hundred dollars down on it. I'm gonna buy the motherfucking thing. I, actually, I don't know if I'm gonna buy it, but anyway, yeah. Have you guys seen? How ugly do you guys think it is? I don't think it's ugly at all. I just I think mean, it's we've a death seen trap, it, right? We know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, they still call it a prototype, but yeah, that's pretty much the final look of it. What do you think? Didn't they is? say that it's gonna be like I it's odd? It's gonna but be eighty percent. Eighty percent the demoed size. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. The, that's the big thing. They're gonna make it smaller. Is a big thing. Yeah, like to be, real, to be realistic. <laughs> you hate it, Chris. I really do. Yeah. I don't like the boxy. I'm. What if someone said that about you, Chris? I want to put it on record. Like <laughs> I don't. Your mom worked hard to make. you. I plan on They're buying one to make this. I plan on buying one, but I didn't do it for the looks. Like it's all uh, like. It's all the other stuff. You didn't want to be in the, the Terminator, dude? Rights. Who are you going to brag to? The DLG no. community? <laughs> Diddy's going to have one. It's going to have spinners, dude. It's the stats, dude. Like how many miles it gets, how much weight it can pull, uh, the the room in it, all of that stuff. That's the stuff I like. Um, oh, and, you know, it has a f- – <clears throat> there's no frame, right? The uh, It's an exos- exoskeleton. So the yeah, whole that's, out- the, that's the interesting part. The whole outside is stainless steel. There's no frame. So you can't damage it, really. I mean, you'd have to try really, really hard to damage it. It's just this solid exoskeleton with no frame inside. All the inside is where the people go, as opposed to, like, how cars are built now, which is, like, a skeleton with a, a fancy-looking outside made of plastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You have like good. certain crumple zones to protect you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 interesting. We'll we'll see how this works. I'm I'm kind of excited about it. I'm waiting for like Tesla truck two. It might be one so. of these things where like I get it and the demand's so high that I just sell it right away. You know, because yeah, it's like you buy it for like eighty grand, but it sells for like a hundred and fifty. Yeah. It could be. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially it's essentially like fucking houses and. In Augusta, Georgia, right now. It's a joke. Uh, uh, I guess so. Also, investing uh, in my time some more besides what I've already played is uh, Half Life Alex. Finally got around to playing some of it. So, full disclosure, which might be, I don't know, <laughs> turned into a prior, but I haven't really played Half Life very much, like the series at all. It's fine. Yeah, but I'm just saying the full. So, um, just to reveal that, but this game. Like wow, I wasn't expecting it to be so f- fucking spoopy. And remember, I'm I'm a, a little bitch. Yeah, see, oh yeah, the head crabs, dude. Oh man, but it was interesting. I wish somebody hot take was... head crabs are scary. Yeah, yeah, we've been scared. We've been running from those things for twenty years, dude. Oh, so twenty five years we've been running from those shit. So cruel. Then when everybody knows how scared I am, no, I'm just <laughs> but so yeah, this game is exactly... really cool though. And you know what's uh, it makes me super happy about it is that it reminds me of The Wanderer mm. in so many of the ways that I like and appreciate. In I which feel ways? Because um, there's I no combat that... in The Wanderer. In The Wanderer, there's not really any combat yeah. like i took a bat and i beat some crocodiles with it so like there's a little bit but like it's not like this dude this is crazy yeah. and like uh it's 
like the Wanderer in that there are these like the the mini little puzzles, you know, like when you're trying to unlock or get a How battery cool or something. And are it those is so fucking cool. puzzles in the walls. It's so cool. And that's what reminds me of the Wanderer. Oh. And it's just kind of like the way that it feels like how immersive and how well made it is and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like those two are very much the same. But this game is horrifying. But there's been some very funny funny fucking moments already like earlier today i got two things two stories about this earlier today i was sitting there going out of my damn guardian boundaries again like i normally do and i got so freaked out that i went to punch one of the head crabs and when i did that i smacked my thumb into i don't even know what i smacked it into but it is swollen whoa <laughs> I fucked my thumb up, but it's all right. It's worth it. It was great. <laughs> you had a girlfriend; she'd be happy about that thumb right now. That's all yeah. I'm saying, dude. It's Wait. it's a lot bigger it's than twice the size one. of her. Yeah, yeah it's can you show thumbs, the camera. The, I have a look. show the camera the thumb. I don't it's just tiny thumbs. I don't know if you can see the difference. Oh my There's god, double thumbs. <laughs> That's that's two thumbs up because I still fucking love VR. I'll be back for more and I'll play it some more. All right, it's the smallest thumbs I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. Uh, You ever seen seen that disorder that people have where it's like uh, they have like their essentially oh their thumbs look like their like their big toes on their feet. Yeah, it's like this. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 She doesn't have. She's yeah. the opposite. No, no. Uh, okay, so the, real, it? real quick, the next one. Just because this actual scene that we're seeing right now, like this is where my next story takes place. Uh, that happened today. I was over here and I got real excited because I saw gas tanks. Yeah, you can see that gas tank in the left corner right over there. Yeah, that's the one that I grabbed. You can grab it. So I'm like. Hell yeah. I'm going to launch this shit, right? So I threw it at the zombie. And, of course, he's all like, like angry. He doesn't like that, which is like, yeah, good. And, dude, I <laughs> suck with this gun, though. Like, I suck at this. Like, And I have shot real guns, but, man, am I terrible at shooting in this game. Uh-huh. And that sucks because that's important. <laughs> it's super important. <laughs> it's, so it's how you live. You when yeah. you can't aim, guys, this game, ooh, it gets too much real quick. So, anyway. I'm in this like little narrow corner and I'm setting it up. I, I throw this gas tank at this zombie and like he's kind of cornered and I'm like, sweet. It's this big fucking red barrel and I am like dangerously close to it. Like this is probably not a good idea. And my friend's watching and he's like, oh, hell yeah, that's sweet. You're going to shoot it, blow him up. I unloaded a whole clip. Not into the zombie and not into the gas tank. (laughs) (laughs) And at this point, the zombie is past the fucking gas tank. And now I'm screaming, running backwards, trying to drop the clip, pull a new clip from over my shoulder, launch it in and cock the fucking gun and shoot at him all while just screaming because I'm scared because this thing (laughs) is coming at me and my plan failed uh but then i then i killed him so it was fine because he ran right up to my face and it was just like boop boop right there <laughs> when you said that you have to do the whole clip i feel like like schwarzenegger would have watched that and just be like oh god my friend, my friend was like how the fuck did you mess that up that close <laughs> i was like i don't know but i'm scared <laughs> um yeah i re- i noticed that when i was doing target practice you have to line up the sights 
Like, that's, I mean, what, I, yeah. that's what I was doing. How sad is that? That is what I'm Oof. doing, and I'm still missing it. But you know what? I think part of it is is that it's, it's probably, about time. You're afraid to, and shaking. Like you well, it could, it's yeah. partly I'm probably shaking because I'm scared, but I, I really like this game, so I don't know. I might make it work. We'll see if I have nightmares of this shit. I don't know, dude. Those head crab things are creepy. Anyway. <laughs> Who are they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also, I'm once again, I'm running VR on a laptop. And it might be time. It's a two-year-old laptop, so it might be time to upgrade to a desktop and then try this game. Because I like I fail sometimes on Beat Saber, and I know I shouldn't be failing, and it's because there's a lag. Do you have the room, Dace, for travel to take a desktop like and a monitor? I mean, you, at this you point, have one I of those take, things I that go on the like, roof. Like what? Ten bottles of fucking gin as a part of a collection. Right, with right, me. right. Yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, it but do you have a thing on, do you, goes on the roof? One of those travel that goes on with the roof yeah. racks. Yeah. You use that? You fill yeah. it up when you travel? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could probably bring it with me. I'm thinking I could, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't be that bad if you got one of these uh, pre-builts. Uh, the only thing is the monitor. That would take up a lot of space. Yeah. Depending on what kind you went with. Yeah. Ooh, she, I mean, just throwing it out there, you could get, go with a small projector and just, you know, everybody's got a wall. Mm. Just saying. It's know. not as nice, though. It's not I mean, as nice. I don't know. Yeah, it's it would be tough for especially for yeah. shooter games. Well, especially in the daylight. But, yeah, in daylight that too. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's a dumb idea. Sorry. Anyway, no, I th- I think it's a solid idea, but you know maybe as a that and right. <laughs> 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 Just go full and uh, whatever. It's <laughs> a great way to shut people down. Yeah, that and I like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because projector's cool. You can yeah. lay in bed and do that shit, play video games. Hell yeah. But yeah. Anyway, uh, tell me a little bit about some uh, Mortal Kombat Legends, Bobby. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Mortal Kombat <laughs> Legends. I, I want to say somebody brought this up on the podcast and I think it also came up in the Discord too. So there's two movies. Uh, they're like anime movies. Mortal Kombat Legends, uh, Scorpion's Revenge, and then the other one's like Battle for the Realm or something. I didn't realize there were two of them. So this has been on my watch list for a long time and I finally watched it the other night, found out, hey, it's a two-parter. So then I watched the other one. And a lot of people were recommending this. They say, they were saying it's great. It's the best Mortal Kombat movie out there. And, it you know, it probably is. It's really hard to create a story around these fighting games, um, at least ones that aren't just super ridiculous. Uh, but Mortal Kombat, I think, always had kind of an advantage because it was just like basically enter the dragon, right? We're having this big tournament on um, this remote area and all these fighters are invited. Um, the first one, Scorpion's Revenge, is definitely the better one. Uh, it's extremely gory. So, you know, it's got the fatalities and all that stuff. But what's interesting is the Mortal Kombat story, I thought was always kind of a Liu Kang story, but Mm. they make it, at least in the first movie, they make Scorpion the main character. So it follows, if you watch the live action movie that came out last year, it it kind of follows that where Sub-Zero murders his family and he gets, uh, and him, and he gets sent to hell or the nether and realm. him <laughs> and then he like makes a deal with the devil or fights his way out and then like he comes back for his revenge um it's not bad i mean i gotta say the first one was pretty good i i kind of went in thinking this is going to be real dumb i'm not a big fan of the animation style and you know fighting movies are always just kind of dumb and anytime i played a mortal kombat game like the story mode i find is completely ridiculous uh but it kind of won me over um the second one not as good be, and for but a weird still reason, decent. Yeah, still decent. I had to watch it to round out the story. Um, so the second one is like Mortal Kombat two. So it, it 
rounds out the cast. You get like Jax with his arms in there and, you know, some of the other characters that that came in in Mortal Kombat 2. I don't know, man. Maybe it's because I was always a Street Fighter guy back in the day that I just never really liked Mortal Kombat. I I think the games are a lot better now, but I, I will say Street Fighter back in the day was 100% better than Mortal Kombat. Oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat was just a poorly designed game. Man. Yeah. Like, I, that's not really a hot take. Like, you could just cheese characters yeah. so yeah. easily yeah, in yeah. that. And, like, it became a, a very frowned upon thing to do like at the arcade or um you know wherever like people would just be like really dude come on but like that's the game's responsibility to not allow that like you should yeah. just be able to sweep kick over and over again which yeah. i did to fractal josh when we were playing at uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i so i I, I agree <laughs> i agree um with what people have told me, this is probably the best version of Mortal Kombat that I've I've seen in a movie, and uh, it's got some some big names in it too. Joe McHale plays Johnny Cage. Um, great for good, that role, yeah, yeah. Great role, great yeah. fit. Uh, Sarah or Jennifer Carpenter plays Sonya Blade. You probably don't recognize that name, but she was the sister in Dexter. Mm. Yeah, she was also in this movie called Quarantine that was kind of good. It was based off of a much better uh, found horror or found footage film called Wreck. Uh, I think it was a Spanish film, actually, from Spain. Absolutely amazing. I saw her there, and it totally reminded me of that movie. And I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to watch all four of those movies. I could never rem- I could never figure out if I was attracted to her. I, I watched all the Dexter, and I was just like... Yeah, she's no, like- I agree. And I don't want to like be weird and... like like uh judge a woman's body here but she's very very tall mm. and very um i don't know like lanky but yep. uh um just like the best street fighter media that's ever been made is the animated movie it it was fucking yeah, knocked but, it out of the fucking park. Well, I don't I know thought. if it knocked it out of the park. Oh, dude. No. Well, at the time when it came out it came out like I was mid like, 90s. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But the the problem is i mean it probably is the best one but every street fighter thing out there is just absolute garbage, garbage. Yeah. so wow. you know the bar is not very high how how can you disagree <laughs> with me and say it's not no, no 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 but yeah it probably is well i'm saying the bar is set so <laughs> yeah, low I know. that like to Bobby i'm just general. saying that my claim is not that big of a claim well you claim. said knocked it out of the park like this oh yeah well, amazing, no i but, fucking loved it yeah. You know, surprisingly with these Mortal Kombat movies, Mortal Kombat Legends, um, there wasn't any nudity and they didn't really over-sexualize the female characters. And I know Mortal Kombat has kind of been criticized about that and they've toned it down a bit in the later games. Um, it, you know, especially when you get to Katana and uh, what, what's the green one? Jade? Jade, Jade? Yep. Jade. Yeah. Like those ones, they, it gets kind of ridiculous, but uh, they showed... They showed a lot of restraint in that department on these movies. However, the uh, the gore is just like ridiculous. It's good. It's true um, to form. Yeah, but in the second one, the, the second one, battle battle for the Nether Realms, which is like constant fighting. It's just like too much. Like at a certain, it's diminishing returns at a certain mm, point. It yeah. starts at eleven and then just kind of like tailors off from there because you just I don't know, kind of over it. And it's it's also really weird. This is a problem that fight movies have. There's always like a back and forth to them. Usually the good guy will get a few knocks in. You're like, okay, he's doing all right. And then the bad guy like will say something real smug and then like totally demolish him. They're like, oh, wait, this isn't going the way that I planned. And then like the bad guy will keep like beating the shit out of him. And then there's like this all like this all is lost moment right there where the good guy then just 
it looks like he's going to lose, but then he magically Rocky. turns it around. Yeah. It's a, it, like if you've seen any fighting movie you've seen or any movie with like a fight in it, you've seen that that play out every single time. And this times. movie just does it kind of yeah. over. That's and over why again. I liked, by the way, Warrior. Warrior was the one fighting movie that like skirted that. You don't know who's going to win at the mm-hmm. end, which is pretty good. Have you seen it, Bobby? I have not seen Warrior. It's an MMA movie. Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, Chris, have you seen this? Nope. I forgot Fei Long fights. Uh, right. I got to watch this again. Hmm. Love this. Yeah. Love I haven't it. seen this either, but I mean, recently I saw the uh, Boys Diabolical. Did oh, what is it? That? Is that automated? Yeah, it's animated. I just saw the thumbnail and I was like, oh, there's a spinoff? It is. Yeah, it's weird. It's like <laughs> they kind of go to all of the kids that were given superpowers by Vought who got like the Hello? shitty sour. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Sorry. It's been out for a while, man. <laughs> but that's true. Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, but all the ones that didn't get any like crazy superpowers, oh. but, like dumb superpowers, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. their story. Oh, that's but it's awesome. animated. It's fantastic. What a great idea. I think Aquafina's episode is probably my favorite. It is ridiculous. I'm not going to spoil that one. But yeah, like they've got like kind of some of the characters, you know, like uh, <coughs> A Train and then um, obviously. What's his fucking face? Douche canoe. <laughs> uh, He's uh the, lib- the libertarian. <laughs> I forget what no. it is. I gotta pee. Well, they've also got the fish guy in there, and they got a few of them. But anyway, um, these are all the people that like, yeah, like their superpower was they have a speaker for a head. Like that one sucks. How's that a superpower? It's not that. That's and that's the the whole that's joke the of it. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. Is these are the people that did not. Get, make the cut for like a cool superpower, okay. but it's good. Hmm. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I've never it, seen the it, boys. It's got either. mixed reviews, and people are like, I don't know. They're they're still bashing on it from like other shit, like stuff that's like outside of the show, I guess. But hmm. um, it's whatever. Homelander. It. That's his oh, name. Homelander. Thank you. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what um, I've been doing. So, what else we got? <laughs> dude, I've been playing so much fucking Valheim. Really? Um, How is it now? Uh, really good. Um, so when I played with you guys, I kind of had, I think, one of the worst. I, I shouldn't say worst experiences. One of the worst ways to introduce someone into a crafting game where I was, I started the game super late. And, like, you guys already had everything unlocked. And, like, you guys were already, like, super late games. You guys had, like, four villages already. Like, you guys, like, had, like, a commune. like And, like, just trolls were roaming everywhere. Um, And this kind of ties into my Games of the Weeks thing because I didn't really play that game because the night I was supposed to play it. Um, All my friends from California, like, actually hit me up and were like, hey, we should play games tonight. And I haven't played games with them for like two months. So lo and behold, we actually decided to play Valheim of all things, which is really weird. And man, is it fucking good. <laughs> um, I didn't give it like a fair chance because of how it was when I uh, when I played with you guys. But starting from like fucking dirt and just building up to where we're at now, it is awesome. And uh, it is a game that we're just, like, all grinding. We're like, hey, man, what time are you going to hop on? I'm going to hop on at this time. Like, it. the one thing that I don't like is that I have to keep my computer on to keep the server up. 
Buy a server, dude. That's what we did. It's definitely worth it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, does all my shit transfer to that server? Yeah, you can just transfer over the uh, server file uh, right to the to the host, and it'll take everything. Mm. And you definitely can't play this game. Like, you have to play this game with people who play it as much as you, because yeah. I kind of can't be the, the one same... that does all the work. Well, no, not not like that at all. Um, you can't have someone who wants to do all the work, puts in like 45 hours a week like it's a goddamn full-time job, and then you come back and they're like, oh, do you want pork stew? Do you want emerald swords? Do you want the high-tier armor? And you're like, dude, you're like, you're making this game not fucking fun for me because you're basically giving me like cheat codes. And uh, Exactly. Yeah. And that's how it was when I played with you guys. I was like, I'm like, I joined and like, a troll which is supposed to be kind of like difficult for you to kill like when you're like just see one uh, and i like two shot it and i was like okay and like now me and my friends are like running away like for our lives and so it's just i don't know it, it i didn't have a bad time because of you guys i had a bad time because of like i guess like the game and where we were yeah and i didn't so. know in the beginning like i felt like a lot of things were unknown kind of when it first came out in the very beginning when everybody jumped on and or at least i didn't know that every time you beat a boss everything got harder and everything oh, they changed that by the like way that oh, okay so it's not only when you beat a boss now it's whenever you acquire certain items or build certain things things start to change and things start to happen like like certain things can spawn uh certain things can like uh have new abilities like it's pretty cool Oh, I definitely funny. think you're playing this the right way, Nick. You want to go in with like a group of your friends. You Absolutely. all choose a time and uh, you just dedicate like one or two hours, like a D&D session or something. And because, uh, yeah, as soon as one person goes off and builds 50 villages, it, it loses its luster. But the magic of like exploring the world together, that shit, that shit stays with me forever. That On the high magic. seas days, fuck, dude. Yeah. Another thing is like this game is super <laughs> yeah. accessible. Like me, like me and Leslie... Like any game that you play nowadays, like I guarantee you, like when you play Midnight Ghost Hunt, it's going to be at least like a 14 gig game or something like it looks it's got so much detail and all this shit. And that's not that I'm not hating on graphics. Of course, I would never do that. Like I played Gran Turismo. And it's like fucking 180 gigs, whatever the fuck. Anyways, Good night. Um, this game is like a half a gig big. You can join a game in like 30 seconds you can find your friends pretty much instantly because you can click show yourself on the map and then you're like, boom, let's fucking play. Like, that's it. That's that's all you fucking need. And then you're ready to roll. I remember. Yeah. Then I paid my 20 bucks and I was in there like in five minutes. I remember. Yeah. And then and I so played like five me, minutes. And that was I, I came like, in at the last when the luster was trying to lack, I guess you guys were already. It was weird because you guys were already doing your thing and you were in there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. It caught me at like the perfect time. I was in between assignments, so I had nothing uh, but this game to play. And uh, it was, I was snowed in. So yeah. it was like, yep, I'm, my life is Valheim. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's, um, yeah, so it's like, like I said, it's super accessible. I may have to buy the server so I don't. So the one thing I, I want to know is like, does my can my shit get raided if I'm off? Probably not, right? Not if you uh, yeah, own your, it. Your stuff, your stuff can get raided still by like any any other players or NPCs. Even if you own no, the server, not, not 
players. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the NPCs because like you know how like if you stand still in the same area for long enough, like you just keep making metal, and like if a certain amount of players are still in that area, it's like the forest is moving, and then like fucking eighty mobs show up out of nowhere and start attacking you and your friends at your base. When we had our server, we got attacked when we were offline all the time, or when there was no one online. So yeah. maybe they changed that, but mm, okay. I don't, I, I don't know, to be honest, so I, I have to double check it when it comes to the server. Damn. If the server's like five bucks, then yeah, I'll fucking do it. But it's, I don't know. The game is super fucking fun. Nick, do you still have the uh, our Rust server? Did anybody jump on uh, that Yeah, no, I still have it. It's still going. All right. Where's the info for that? Uh, it's in the survival page. There's a link directly onto the server. We don't have a survival page. I'm not survival page. You can just search at survival or just search Rust server and you can find it on the Discord. Rust server. Okay. Yeah. Chaos Gate Demons. Yeah, so this is another uh, Bobby thing. Uh, I know how you like you like your uh, tile strategy games and all that shit. <laughs> sometimes, um, sometimes we all come with something for Bobby. It's just like we're giving offerings. Maybe, maybe he'll like this. Maybe he'll like that. And then he, and then he comes with this game that nobody's ever heard. He's like, I played it all week, eighty hours. Mikey likes exactly. it. And he's like, he's like, no, he'll be like, I played it all week, like eighty hours. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could um, go fuck. But now, uh, so I, I talked about this game ages ago, but. They've been showing off so much of it lately that I had to talk about it. Comes out uh, next month on the fifth. Um, there's a bunch of uh, like voice actors and stuff. They're talking about all the new systems. Um, they're taking a lot of stuff from Mechanicus um, as far as like the details of the combat and stuff. But obviously, it has really like new graphics and stuff like that. Um, it's not my style of game. I don't really like the turn-based tile combat, and I think. I don't know. Um, if I hear really good reviews about it, I might play it. But I figured, hey, might as well bring it up to Bobby. Um, but yeah, looks mm, good. Highlight Nick. <laughs> I just forgot coming about out. it, and I brought it up right now. Jeez, man! May, I put it in after we went May to May twenty twenty two. Okay, so it's not that far away. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah, said, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't make a sequel to Mechanicus. Honestly, hmm. dude, this cool looks awesome. Necrons. Hmm. It looks good to me. Apparently, yeah, it's, uh, voice acting. it's pretty interesting as far as like the story they're telling. But yeah, it's good. Check yeah. it out. Well, cool. that's one thing I do not care about a story, though. I will say that. <laughs> that game that I played this week, Operencia, skipped every single dialogue. Did no idea. I mean, I'm like, okay, dragons, high concept fantasy. Got it. The usual shit. Ragtag group of chosen ones. Okay. Saving the world. Let's go. Ah, Bob. You know why? You know why you pay attention? Because every 30th one, you're like, oh, shit, this is actually really good. Like uh, when I watched uh, Arcane, I was like, it could have just been another fucking anime. Mm. Blew my brains out, dude. I, was, I thought oh, it was dude. so good. Did I tell you I went back to Arcane okay. after we had one of our biggest arguments? Yeah. Um, and, and? I, I gave it a good chance, and I fucking love it. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. It's it's a show that you can watch incredible. the first three episodes and not like it, and then watch the rest and be like, "Oh my god, this show's pretty fucking good." So we have a we have a medic on site, and uh, he sits in an office for ten hours a day, right? I he like goes and does mostly 
at least nine hours a day, he's sitting in an office at his laptop, right? And he's there's nothing to do. There's no computer work. He just sits there. He's re- and just in case of emergency. So I was like, hey, man, if you want to pass some time, there's something called Arcane on Netflix. He's like, finished it. It's the best shit I've seen this year. I was like, yes, dude, it's that good. Yes, thank you. I was like, tell this idiot over here, because there's another guy that does the same thing. Tell him, because I've been telling. I hype everything up too much, and so nobody ever fucking listens to me. I'm telling you guys. It's <laughs> Welcome fucking... to my life. <laughs> it's like we're related. Yeah, but you lie to hype things up, dude. I'm using natural exuberance. Natural <laughs> <laughs> yes. exuberance. Just exuberant. Uh, I also agree, though. Uh, that arcane is fantastic. Yeah. So good. Bobby, um, still? Um, no. I mean, I don't know if I'd really get it. I don't play League of Legends. I do. Neither do I. I'm not I really into anime. anime. You no, don't have I don't to play like League of Legends shows. at all, man. It's, <laughs> a, really it's a standalone great thing. Are they I don't like, know, man. Are they going to do season two? Yeah, they've already announced season two. Yeah. And possibly yeah. a season three. Pretty much season three is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. They they they've already shown that League of Legends is a concept that everybody will bite on. It's going to be a long ass show. They're going to go. League of Legends has so many storylines and so many story arcs that they can just talk and talk and talk about that they don't have to connect in any way. Mm. Um, it's it's just the way the game is. Like, there's like nine main cities or like nations that they can just reference and go to. So there's a lot of source yeah, material. They, Lot yeah, they're gonna material. they're gonna milk that shit. And the the best part about the source material is that it's uh really open. Like you can definitely do anything you want with it. Yeah, it's so. yeah, it's a rough draft. Well, speaking of open, uh, I've opened essentially kind of some polls on DLGCon planning. I've got the future DLGCon 4.0 coming up, and I posted three different houses, offered them up on a platter. <laughs> For all of you to use the upvote Bobby emoji as a reaction for what one you like. Um, The downside to this is it does seem like these all have a theme where you kind of only get two out of three, but not all three. You either get close location to Austin and downtown and the cool place of cheap Ubers walking around. Not that we couldn't make a plan to go down to Austin for the entire day. It just has to be more of a plan thing, not more of a impromptu walk thing. Right. So location's one of them. The other one is privacy. A lot of these places, it seems, are starting to move towards this model of like having tons of tons of bunk beds in like four or five bedrooms for like a corporate retreat thing. Be like six grade and, camp. Yeah. yeah so that. it'd be like <laughs> DLG con summer camp, which hey, for some people listening, they might that might be awesome. That might be a pro, might be a con. That's why we're doing this as a poll. So you know, you kind of pick two out of three. So we're saying, you know, location, privacy, and then the third one uh, would be a hot tub because the hot tub's a big hot ticket market, it seems, for a lot of people. So you get two, not three. But I have Not three. for those with sensitive feet. <clears throat> you want to be some sort of weird hairy jets. tea bag inside of a soup <laughs> fucking bowl that's like eight feet wide, you're more than welcome to get in a hot tub with Emilio. Nick, so. Nick talk right. all the shit you want. Are you coming this year? Yes, I'm going for sure Good. this year. Oh, Good. nice, nice. Yeah, so I've got we've got one place that is um, <clears throat> just a bunch of Airstream trailers and a house that has four bedrooms, I think, in it. That's one of the options. That one's very close. The other one is a lake house. That's the one that uh, is on the screen right now that they're looking at. And so it's close to the lake. It seems to be a nice 
in the middle of having some rooms that you'd be sharing with somebody or private rooms. So that one's kind of a solid one. It's about 20 minutes, I think, north of uh, Austin. And then the last one is kind of a bit out of the way, but closer to the airport. And that one just seems like a really cool house with a lot of options there. But not so good on the location. So please check them out and vote in a way with using a reaction uh, to the one that you like the most. And you can find that in DLGCon Planning, the text channel that's in our Discord, which you can find our Discord on DLGaming.net. It's funny, Dice, because like, if we did the Airstream one, I'd be like, yeah, three nights. Sounds great. Got a lot of drinking, a lot of gaming. At this be- uh, at the one with the fucking, uh, that's Waterside, I'd be like, ooh, four nights sounds better for somebody like that. You know, just like relaxing, you know what I mean? True. And I will say the one for the lake we could do early October, which would be a bit warmer, whereas the other two, uh, they have to be like in November. That's the earliest availability. Hmm. Um, but you have a week. Because I'm making a decision for which one we're doing based off of the majority vote uh, by next cast. This is in charge. Get a week. Yeah. So you can always reach out to me if you got any questions, suggestions, complaints, whatever. Keep the complaints to a minimum. But yeah, you can do No complaints. (laughs) There's no room for complaints yet. But yeah. Uh, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. We do cool things like DLGCon. We do cool things like have great audio. Can't afford any of this without your money. <laughs> so uh, Patreon is how you give your money to our wallet. And so uh, we give you stuff for your monies. We give you all kinds of stuff. Wow. Chris is on the ball today. He's got the list. As I was saying it, I ruined another segue uh, by calling it out. But here we are. You get a uh, shout out. When you sign up, you get a, gr- a green Discord name on the Discord, which, by the way, the Discord is better than the podcast at this point. Um, yes. Periodical, not safe for uh, work episodes. We just finished one. Um, I talked about having shit on my chest. So if that seems interesting, <laughs> go ahead and sign up for that one. Uh, view access uh, to episode show notes. Yeah, you can see like. Uh, you can see what we're going to talk about in advance, and I've been doing this m- more often. I've been doing my notes. Um, Bobby does it, of course, like Monday morning, seven a.m. Is that? It's like a, a what was it? Uh, what's his name? Is God, and he's trying to answer everybody's wishes, and he's just Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Almighty, Bruce Almighty, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of like that. Um, promoted to live on Discord role. If you're streaming, everybody will see it. Um, entry into the high school hall of fame. Good luck catching up with that. Not fat. You got to drop like a lot of money to get up to the top of that high score list. Um, I thought about doing it, but then I was like, why would I give myself money? Um, uh, you get a t-shirt after six months. <laughs> <laughs> you get stickers after three months and you get a special treat after a year. So those are all the things we do for you. All you have to go do for us is five dollars. Five five decals. That's all folks. Five, five decals. decals. Half a loony. Yeah. It sounds better if you say half a loony. True. I think speaking Quarter of certain loony though that we haven't even talked about, guys, is the game of the week. 
Game of the Week. Oh shit! Good yeah. call, Days. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, a little loony that we almost missed that. I know, completely. <laughs> Good call. Uh, what did you guys think? Um, I I think I said most of my stuff a couple weeks ago, like when I reviewed it as a game that I played. So I'm interested in what you guys played, but not enough to hold my pee because I got to go again. Mm. But I'll be right back. Somebody go. Well, by you, Nick. Well, you, Nick, you said you didn't play it, right? Yeah, so I uh, I ended up playing Valheim because of uh, yeah my friends your friends so. yeah Bobby did you mm-hmm. play it I did yeah what did you think um, well first of all I want to say how much I played so you can uh... <laughs> <laughs> have some expectations yeah yeah um, I played God maybe four hours I'm right at the point like right after you meet that lady Hellbinder I think that's her name. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if you played that far. Uh, no, I did not. So okay. yeah. All right. Well, you meet up with this uh, lady Hellbinder, and you you gotta like trade either the the raccoon or the the plant. Um, but of course that doesn't go well. But that's about the point I'm at. I think it's about four hours into the game. Um, I think it's a you really like good. This person ever to exist right now, Bobby? The <laughs> raccoon or the plant? You trade them. <laughs> I I think it's they a have really names, good game, Bobby. But yeah, I know it's the um, rocket group and uh, and yeah, rocket something. Or is it just rocket? It's just rocket. It's just rocket. Yeah, I should know because there is so much dialogue in this game. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my general takeaway: really good game. Not really that into it though. Uh, the the action is very spaced out. There's an incredible amount of dialogue. And, you know, you're buying this game because you like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? So I guess it makes sense that there would be a lot of a lot of dialogue, a lot of um, cut scenes. There's these flashbacks where you flash back to when you're a kid and you're talking to your mom. And you can wander around your house and click on things. And, you know, there's a lot of world building there. Um, some interesting stuff there I noticed as I was wandering around the house. Uh, there was like a poster on the wall for a movie. I think it was called like Fur Fur Things or something. Yes. And it said the director was uh, Jean-Francois Dugas, which is the game director of oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. And he he also did some of the Deus Ex games, I think Human Revolution or uh, Mankind Divided maybe. A lot like Life is Strange in that, at, that, at that point of the game mm-hmm. where like you don't have to click on anything. It has nothing to do with the game. It's just information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, and they sneak in little Easter eggs like like that, the game director. But then there's a, like a lot of other stuff, you know, Def Leppard. And um, there was a Samantha Fox poster. And I was like, wow, that's kind of a deep cut. I don't remember her being like that famous. So I was a little, and plus it, like a teenage boy. I don't, I don't know, I guess. Who's Samantha Fox? Uh, she was like a late, she was like a, not really a pop star, kind of pop, like pop punk, like late 80s. Hmm. Um she uh she did a and then she came out as like being a lesbian like later on but like all her stuff back in the 80s was like you know about like boys and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it was uh everyone was like kind of surprised but i guess not really because you know it's all an act anyway mm-hmm. um but yeah she did a song with uh Guther and the sunshine girls i think she like remixed one of her songs later and like uh i think that's when i first noticed her anyway do you, does anyone remember Guther and the sunshine girls am i just reaching oh wow nope Nobody? God, what were you guys doing in the early 2000s? I was having sex with women. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Christian, help me out here. Do you know who Gunther and the Sunshine Girls are? Uh, Yeah, totally. Yeah, Uh, thank you. Best friends with uh, 
Sunshine Girl 2. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. I think he's bullshitting me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it was like this weird, like, kind of jokey parody band in Europe or something who sang, like, super, super, like, European, like, club disco songs, but, uh, yeah, that were, like, overly explicit. Anyway, we're getting, we're getting out. Not words, the, ding, the ding dong song, dude. You, yeah, the ding dong yeah, song. You yeah. touched my trollo. Oh, okay. Oh, now suddenly everybody knows yes, Guther. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my ding ding dong. Uh, yeah, because Will Ferrell made it famous. Oh, really? He covered it or something, or he did like a thing about it. There's a movie. That's the yeah. Oh, it's and the Eurovision love balloons. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Eurovision. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ding. Okay. It's not very good. Yeah. I was going to watch it and I was like, wow, two and a half hours. I don't know about that. Um, Anyway. So yeah, there's a lot of like little stuff like that in the game. Um, You know what I wanted to talk about a little bit though, was uh, the combat, even though it's very sparse, I I like the fact that you've got your team assembled and there's ways where you can use your teammate during combat. They're all, they're kind of out there fighting and doing stuff, but you can like use that little like menu to say like group, uh, chain this guy to the ground or, um, you know, tell Drax to do like some, fi- or I think it's Gamora does like this super finishing move that does a ton of damage. Um, and there's been a lot of games that have tried to do this single player co-op kind of like Republic commando or, uh, even Clive Barker's Jericho. Uh, they all do it in like different ways where you have like these AI teammates and you can use them in different ways. You know, in Clive Barker's Jericho, you can like basically possess them. Like you just go into another one mm-hmm. and, and use them. But games have always tried to do this even way back to like maybe Daikatana being the first one. And that went horribly wrong. But uh, they've always tried to have these AI companions that you can use. Republic Commando, by the way, did a horrible job with this. The whole idea was like you have this squad and you can give them orders to like stand there and shoot there. But it really didn't make much of a difference. This game, it really feels like your teammates are actually contributing. Um, You know, they've got that huddle up feature, which is kind of cool. And kind of cool. It's I think it's so cool because uh, I fail it constantly. Probably Mm -hmm. half of the time I fail it. So Mm -hmm. what he's talking about is like you have this like ultimate meter and it goes off every once in a while and then if your guys are all down and you have to you could either go up there and try to heal them by resurrecting them or you huddle up and you call everybody over and they have like one or two barks that they say to you like oh man i just killed this guy it was crazy and the other one will be like oh why are you calling us over here i want to get back out there and then i was like guys don't be afraid. It's cool. They're like, afraid we're winning. Like, ugh. And they don't even want to listen to you. Well, they, and they just walk away. I mean, I like the idea, and I think it's very flashy and stylish, but just mechanically, I don't really see much of a point because you, you call a group huddle, they all come in, and like you said, they say like a line or two, and then based on that, you get a dialogue option, either A or B, and you choose one. And if you choose the right one, then you get some sort of like boost or boon or something. Yeah, well, you, you get to use their special moves for infinitely. Um, for like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. But if you choose wrong, they just get full health. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's kind of cool, but I I like more the fact where you can like tell them to do certain things. Like it's basically the special moves that you have in, in stock. And Bobby, Um, it gets better and better because, um, so I I assume that I'm further along than you. I'm like five hours in. Um, you get to a point where, you can do if not only are you like Groot, chain that guy down. You're like, <laughs> Gamora, cut that 
slice that thing so that that box falls on top of this guy's head. And that doesn't use up her ability. It's just like an environmental mm. thing. Oh, that's cool. And the reason I think it works here is because it's not a tactical shooter. Like, you're, it's not a first-person shooter where, like, you're like, hey, move over there. Start taking cover over there. You over here, start doing suppressing fire. Like, that. this is, like, a chaotic game. All mm -hmm. It's just, like, there's fucking lasers and fucking there's all kinds of shit going on. There's so much going on. And you... By contrast, or also in line with that, is like your abilities are just chaotic. You just kind of like spam them mm -hmm. and you hope for the best. Um, I was playing on hard when I first played it, and I was trying to be more tactical about it. And and you could play it that way, and I think it kind of works. Uh, but I then I dumbed it down to medium because I realized that I just want to get through the story, which is what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. So. And then it get way more fun because I was like, oh, yeah, I could just spam these things and all kinds of crazy shit happens. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't it didn't seem like the combat you needed to really be that thought out or tactical with it. So I, I don't know. I, other than like the teammate aspect, I thought there wasn't really a whole lot to the combat. You know, you shoot your guns, they overheat or you reload or cool them off or whatever. And it's like tracer. You've got that little window where you've got to hit the reload button just in time. And then, um, like you get a faster reload, I think, or, uh, you do yeah. bonus damage too. Yeah. Yeah. I do got to say though, all, everything you're talking about does get, there's a little bit more as you go along. Um, mm -hmm. well, I don't think I'm that far behind you. I was just telling oh. days earlier that I'm, I'm right at the part after you meet Lady Hellbender. Is okay. that her name? Yeah, Hellbinder. Yeah, yeah. Hellbinder. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think of the environments? I thought that was a huge. I thought the point. environments was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah they're, they're pretty cool. That spot specific, specifically, I thought her planet. Again, like a lot of times, I talked about this last time. You see this like hellish landscape, and like, oh, we got to get through it. And then it just zooms into this like small. No, you. I felt like I traversed that whole hellish landscape, getting to her shit. Um, but no, the level after that, you uh, go back to the Nova Core, and all kinds of shits happened. And after I got back there, it was like constant combat, like um, for a long period of time. I was like, oh, this game is changing, and not just that. Uh, the abilities that you get start to make you play uh, differently as well. That's and cool. yeah, the game's evolving and uh, it wasn't what I thought it was in the first three hours. It's, it's just, it, there's a little more, a little more, a little more, a little more. I gotta probably give it more of a chance then. I couldn't yeah. get past the constant dialogue. Yeah. Do they ever fucking breathe? No. no. And unfortunately, it's nonstop. There's triggers for different kind of dialogue chains. So you might be in the middle of one chain and then you trigger something for a second kind of chain and then that steps on the first one and then hopefully that one ends and then this, the first one picks back up and then you're like, what is he talking about? It's too distracting to me and not yeah, going to lie, man. Like yeah. it actually, it, it totally took me out of this game. It's a lot. Because of the, just the constant dialogue. I just was sitting there being like, Did it, they still fucking talking yeah. about like nothing? Yeah. Like, jeez, and then I'm not having fun, but it looks like an amazing game. It's pretty. Now, in that, just... that same vein, though, like, I enjoy 
the dialogue when it's working. Like I love all their characters and the way they work together. Um, what was it? Dra- like I literally legitimately laughed out loud at this game. Um, what what did uh, he he was like? Oh, uh, big guy, twelve o'clock. And Drax is like, the time does is irrelevant for this fight. <laughs> just like stuff like that and i'm like oh yeah, yeah i guess i guess if you take everything literally anyway uh nick what'd you think uh i didn't get to play it only because of elheim so. oh well, yeah when you were talking you were agreeing with stuff i mean no yeah because i i watched a couple of let's plays of it um i tried to you know want to talk about it yeah. but i just couldn't get into it Right. Nick, be honest. I don't. I don't want to. Are you playing Valheim right now? Uh, yeah. I'm just smelting. Okay, gotcha. Cool. <laughs> Literally just clicking and clicking. That's all I have to do. That's the spaghetti planet. Planet looks like a bunch of spaghetti on the ground. Yeah, gross. Yeah, it does look like and you know the dialogue. They're constantly talking all the time, but there's just these long stretches of time where it's kind of like a walking simulator. Mm-hmm. It's very sim- cinematic and yeah, it does. I, I feel this way about like any game where there's just a ton of dialogue. It's just, I don't know. I feel like they, they overdo it. They put a lot in there and I, I feel like I'll, in video games, a little dialogue goes a long way. Yeah. So you that's hard for like writers to really edit themselves. So I think they're just like, Oh, but we need this and that and all this, all this stuff and all this back and forth. And I, some of the best um, dialogue that I've seen in games are just, they keep it very brief. So I, I don't know. That's really my personal opinion though. I do like also that uh, like, I, I feel like I'm managing all these personalities um, because you're warming up to other people. As soon as you warm up to one, the other person it likes you less. I don't know how this is all going to play out towards the end of the game, but like mm-hmm. I, I definitely can tell that I'm distancing myself from Rocket, and that seems to be that surprises me a, a lot. <laughs> uh, well, he's a fucking. I thought asshole, you would love man. Rocket. He's an asshole. No, but like, yeah, well, yeah, he, exactly. I he also you would thinks love he's the leader, which he's not. It's my spaceship. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, he, yeah, he's getting worse and worse as it goes on. I don't know if he would be getting worse and worse if you were siding with him. Like, I, I don't know. But um, those are, it's interesting. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. The shooty, the shooty part is probably the, the least interesting part to me in this game uh there is a photo mode which is pretty nice at any point because uh like we were talking about it's chaotic right you could pause not pause uh hit escape and then go into photo mode and just 360 view anything that's going on at the time uh i did take one and i wanted to upload it for this episode but uh i forgot to put it somewhere uh, chris can get it to Chris, you have access to my personal files on my computer, right? Oh yeah, I can, <laughs> you, I can get back. Yeah, my social security number too, right? <laughs> right, right under the bake baking information. So, all in all, recommend not recommend. Where are you guys at? I don't think I feel I'm like in a if you position. like a lot of dialogue, you'd like this game. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Like I said, I think it's a good game. It's just not my kind of game. I'll stick with my uh, initial thing. If you like the movies, I think you'll like these. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Time for listener questions. Yeah, Whose turn is it for game of the week? We haven't been doing time. turns. We've just kind of like there's been should, obvious like Wild West. Sniper was a part of. Wait, wait, should we do yeah. Weird yeah. West? No, Nightmare no, Reaper guys. Remember? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Are you still sure. down for that or? Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare mm-hmm. Reaper. All Nightmare right. Reaper. Am I gonna get I'm a proud. copy? Uh, Play it off my account. I got it on Steam. Yeah. No, I want a copy. <laughs> <laughs> I want a whole motherfucking copy. <laughs> we might have to share. If you go on the hit the newspaper on the wall, you'll see my name in game, which is pretty cool. Nice, dude. Nice. All right. All right. First question coming from the lotion. It is directed at me. You're not the easiest person to shop for. If I could gift you any game right now, what would it be and why? It'd be Steam Credit. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess I am not very easy to shop for. Uh, I do have a wish list, but it's very small, and it's all games that haven't come out yet. It's mainly just to notify me when games do come out. Um, although the only game that I have on there that is actually purchasable is Sea of Thieves, because I I buy Game Pass for like a month and then I cancel it. And then when I need it again, then I'll buy it again. So I don't really have Game Pass. Um, but I would like, I would just like to have Sea of Thieves and just be able to load that up whenever. You can. Um, just don't cancel your Game Pass. If I pay $10 a month. Yeah. But I don't, or I could just catch it on sale when it's $20. And I guess, never have to worry man. about it. But what about all these other games we're talking about that constantly come out for these things? I don't know. I mean, when am I going to play those? I have got so many games to play. Um, if I really want a game, like it all goes back to the Lab Monkey rule, right? If you're going to play a game, like That's don't buy a game, game unless you're yeah. going to play it that instant. And if you do that, it doesn't really matter if you buy a game on sale or if you buy it from a place that charges more. The value increases. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just like you're you're getting... You're honestly saving money because I, I did the thing for years where I was just like, oh, I got to get that. It's on sale. Or I got to get that. It's only four ninety nine. or I got to get this because. But it, this know. is different, dude. This is like so many games for $10 a month. I yeah. know I know that you went to the dark side for a long time and you're just coming back <laughs> and you're not ready. You, you see a. No, but I, I get Game Pass when I need it or I want it, but. That ends up being maybe two months out of the year. I'm going to talk to my my contacts at Game Pass and tell them to not let you buy it like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it works. It's a year or not. It works for me. I mean, I think you go, you guys go out of your way to play Game Pass games because you have access to it. Yeah. So because which you saves have us it, money because we're, we're not buying games on Steam because they're coming out on Game Pass. Actually, I almost bought Weird West and was going to after this podcast until I found out that it was on Game Pass. Yep, saved money. I d- yeah, okay. I did just pocketed. But I'm not going <laughs> to play Weird West. <laughs> like I'm not going to play. You're I'm not going to s- win this battle. There's no way that you could un- that I you can make me understand that Game Pass. No, is well, not I'm a not trying to convince thing. you. I'm just saying what works for me. We're talking yeah. thousands of people. No, well, you're saying why don't I get Game Pass? Right. If other people want to get Game Pass, yeah, it's a great deal, especially if you don't have a large library. Um, but for me, I use Game Pass. I've gotten like the three free months of Game Pass and played like a game for a couple hours and then never touched it again, dude. I use Game Pass like a couple times a year. 
Like that's just, even if I had it, I wouldn't use it more probably. I don't think I would. All right. Teach their own, man. All right, so the next question coming from Zap is uh, that he's been getting into VR in a big way for the first time. Awesome. Welcome. Thank you. Now you get to see the, the beautiful world. Uh, they noticed that there are a ton of mods and new modes for Alex and asked if any one of us have tried any bigger ones like the Bioshock Rapture mod. Um, no, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. I have not played it because um, I'm still trying to work my way through Oh, it was not Zap. It was Varconia. Sorry. When I was reading this, I was like, I totally forgot that, you know, um, Valve does everything open source. So, of course, Alex is open source and yeah. way easier to mod than most things. And I, I just never even thought about it. Like, uh, VR mods is not something until I read this question. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. people are doing. One, one of my favorite things that Valve has ever done is be so open about modding. Some of my favorite nights have been playing Left 4 Dead 2 as a fucking strawberry pop tart, as my other friends are different other flavored pop tarts, and we're just <laughs> killing like Johnny Bravo and other fucking characters <laughs> from other IPs that are different. Fucking my flashlight is Doge, and like we're using Call of Duty guns, like. It is like I love how open Valve is with their modding. Like they just don't give a shit. Bobby, what's your favorite uh, Left 4 Dead 2 mod? Mm, Left 4 Dead 2 mod or map mod? Um, I don't know because there's some that I like, but they kind of mess with the game. So if you get the Xenomorphs, if you turn the common infected into Xenomorphs, and they're when they die, their tail sticks straight up, and there's actually <laughs> collision on those, so it kind of messes. Yeah, that <laughs> one that I thought was really funny, and this it's probably not funny now. Erect Xenomorphs, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know when Steam had these sales, they would have oh, yeah, like yeah. the little price tags, like the fifty percent off, ninety percent off, and that was like always a thing. People would make YouTube videos and like like uh do motion tracking on like like battle scenes or something where like all the yeah you know that that kind of funny stuff but there was a, a left 4 dead 2 mod where it turned all the common infected into just uh like 90 percent off 50 percent off little tags i thought that was funny. funny but they, they don't really do that anymore so i guess the joke doesn't work if i could find a mod for alex that turns the uh head crabs into like teddy bear Cute little teddy bears. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm interested in that. I'd also Love go for me boobies. Big boobies. That'd be fun too. That'd That's be what happened. That's what happened in uh, Skyrim. Turning that was the first mod that I read an article about. It was somebody turned all the spiders into teddy bears. I would love yeah. that. That'd be <laughs> fantastic. You know, there's a lot of mods that uh, that are just like goofy and like, oh yeah, that's funny and stuff. But then there's some that are actually, I think, show some creativity. Like they turn the charger into the neon cat or nyan cat or whatever and it had this little neon rainbow cat. trailing after it or the tank would get turned into the kool-aid man like like okay that that's pretty cool that's pretty clever like, okay somebody put some thought oh yeah there's also one that's great and this is just such a silly stupid thing but whenever you'd run into the safe um the safe area you know you close the door and then you'd hear like that wrap-up music but they changed that to like the seinfeld sting and it just worked so perfectly <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. it was that's like an funny. act break in seinfeld it was so funny that'd be good the other part of the question is that uh Marconi SS, aside from alex which are the other must play vr games he said he heard good things about raw data and saints Pablo and vr if you're into if you're into competitive shit 
Mm. What's or Saints like if versus, it's a Counter Strike. What's Saints versus Sinners again? I do not know. And Bone that, was a, that was a shooter. Saints vs. Sinners. I didn't play it, but I remember people talking about that one being really good. And uh, Boneworks. I heard good things. Boneworks was like the shit until, and then Alex dropped like three months later and just blew it out of the water. <laughs> sucks, dude. Well, I think definitely Beat Saber is certainly one yeah, of the ones the you have to. Great. All time. That's how you is. sell that's someone you VR start. is Beat Saber. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You but sell I like would... a 40-year-old mom on VR. You're like, come here, Lorraine. Come play your 80s hits on this fucking game. And then you watch her have a seizure. Nick. And then she loves VR. Last weekend when I went to Detroit, I brought VR and introduced VR to three people who had never even fathomed what that was uh, like. Oh, nice. And it was so great. You would have loved it, though, with all the little Michiganders being like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is great. <laughs> have you your mom? Oh, look, no, they're shooting well, at me. Don't you know? My mom will try it when she's here. Yeah. I'll oh, let yeah, my yeah. mom try it for sure. But, like, you just even load up Steam VR home. And, like, that's a whole 20-minute thing of just, Wow. Wow, look, there's a bird. It, it's yeah. so funny. But we did Beat Saber, and then we uh, we did No Man's Sky. It might be the best party Ooh. trick ever. Yeah, but other I would, than drugs. But I would party really drugs. recommend with VR No Man's Sky. Seriously, yeah. like it is. Oh, I it know. Is Everybody says that No Man's Sky is like one of the best VR games if you get it to work. It's incredible. Yeah, like there's all these different hand motions that you have to make and stuff uh, to do different things and open up doors and stuff. And it's just, it's really incredible. And the feeling of flying, I'd imagine this is like elite dangerous as well, would be probably the other one of this. So whatever your flavor of space travel is probably just going to be amazing for VR anyway. That's definitely what I would recommend. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, there's so many good VR games now. The issue with VR, it's like the reason why I think it hasn't gone mainstream is that there's nothing consistent as bad as it sounds there's not like a Call of Duty in VR that's like getting everybody to play, but maybe that's a good thing. No, I think it's because our bodies can't literally yeah. like plug in it's, the whole time. Like it's a, our bodies it's a lot fail of, us. Yeah, it's a lot of effort to set that up, and it just you you can't play hours and hours and it's, hours. It's overstimulating. Like you you'll get a headache, or your eyes will hurt, or you'll get nauseous, or like you'll just be overwhelmed and like just kind of exhausted. Like you want to play, trust me. You just you can't. <laughs> So, and I think a lot of people weak? are like that. No, I'm saying us as human beings are too weak to handle plugging into the matrix directly. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Our processors like, are not up to there. speed yet. They're <laughs> developing the technology. We're getting their generation, generation at a time. That's why Emilio's putting his genetics into the pool because now no more headaches. See, Luna's going to be able to play hours of VR. You better keep her away from that. Yeah, but she's going to have taking peas every 15 seconds. <laughs> There's downside. Taking pee in VR. There's no biological yeah. free lunch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, what's everybody playing next week besides Nightmare Reaper? Uh, weird uh, West. I'll probably play some Weird West too, actually. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, more Valheim and Binding of Isaac, actually. So. We should what's play it? some of that Midnight Ghost. What's going on with... Oh, uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt. Sorry. I'm going to be playing Midnight Ghost Hunt. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, the Skywalker Saga, the Lego game, comes out April 4th. Uh, well, Monday. So the day after this podcast. They couldn't wait before. May the 4th? No, that's weird that they didn't. Yeah, right? right? Hmm. One month? Yeah, I don't know. I guess they want to get those sales in. Um, 
is that going to be on Game Pass? I don't know. We don't know. Any of the Lego games are on Game Pass, are they? Because if it is, I'll get Game Pass. But uh, <laughs> oh, um, I, I don't know if I'll have time to play to play that game. I'm I'm definitely going to get deep into Nightmare Reaper. That's going to be my focus. And then um, I'm really excited to see this uh, Lego uh, Star Wars game, though. I mean, that's just all nine, the Skywalker thing, all laid out, and just some of the features that they're putting in there. It all sounds great, but we'll see what's happening or what happens when it releases. I mean, I feel like this is their magnus opus. Yeah. And can you really fuck up a Lego game? Like, that's the thing. Like at, at worst, they're all just like, eh, okay, I guess. But I don't think there's really, let's see. Will Lego star Wars? I, I, no, I would be the answer is no. Sorry. Okay. There's a whole article and the answer is just no. All right. <laughs> All right. Then I won't be renewing Game Pass for another month. (laughs) Take that, Game Pass. Um, Also, uh, Deep Rock Galactic's second season starts end of April, I think they've said. April 28th for PC. So looking forward to that, but that's a little ways out. I I totally saturated, like, did all the content for season one, and I just haven't even played that game at all in, like, a long time. So I'll be happy when season two comes out. Cool. 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 All right. Uh, (laughs) Bobby, Chris, Amanda, Nick, and myself. Um, Guardian titties, everybody. We'll see you guys later. Anyone? Bueller? I can't believe Nick's going to... I'm excited about uh, DLG Con. Nick's coming. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep.